Well, I think upon further reflection, iris to iris, there has been a group mind consensus. Mm-hmm. But you are in control of this one because it's some of your favorite things. It's Star Trek and it's animation and it's Jerry O'Connell. Oh, it is Jerry that- O'Connell. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, you know it. Of Slider's fame. So let's slide into the theme and we'll be right back. You know what? I did that thing again where I said I was going to play the theme, but I didn't. So now I'll play it for real. No more teasing. We'll be right back. I love it. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. And welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every weekday as we talk about what we're loving, what we're streaming, where we're going, and maybe some obscure references. Let's chit chat. Let's chit-chat. Let's chit-chat. Let's Star Trek. Is that what you were meaning by things I like? Mm-hmm. You do like Star Trek. You also like really stretching to make a pun happen <laughs> when there was no pun to be made. <laughs> I'm not as clever as the writers on this television program. So Lower Decks is a... Star Trek property. It's a cartoon. It introduces all new characters. No characters are people that you would know from other Star Trek properties, correct? correct. I just assume that. No, but you, you could... would be the one to know. Yeah. yeah. And then right. the premise is that all of these series of Star Trek have focused on the real movers and shakers, the decision makers, the bread bakers of the Starfleet, but there are people that are making all of the unsexy, unexciting things happen, all the day-to-day ops. So it's focusing on that. And they're literally down in the, the belly of the ship. Yeah. They sleep in a hallway, Gretchen. Yes, they do. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely took some, license with this series and went in a different direction. And I think it's very successful. I love that it is completely within the canon of Star Trek. And yet it's a different focus. It's uh, a comedic, a more comedic focus. I, I will not say, I mean, some Star Trek is funny, but this is like tipping the scales. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It starts with a language and violence warning, which made me cock my head to the side. But then that paid off real quick. Yes. That violence warning. Yes. There was some cartoon violence. We see that the show opens. It's like your standard panning shot in space. It's coming down. I thought it was the Enterprise, but it's just a ship. I guess it's a style of ship. This is the Cerritos. Yes. This is a California class starship. What does that mean? Um, 
all of the ships in this fleet are named after cities or places in California. So Cerritos, California. There's an Enterprise, California? No, but I, I'm <laughs> that's a Constitution-class starship or a Galaxy-class in Next Generation. So <laughs> each different fleet has its own class. What was the name of it? But it looks like the kind of ship from... It does look like the Galaxy um, class starship uh, that which oh, the Enterprise boy. was. It's a confusing thing, but in this one, it's a California-based fleet. Okay. It, wow. It's also so funny. much knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so much knowledge. You are just like uh, the people in that classic William Shatner SNL sketch where it's supposed to be like a Trekkie convention, and everybody's like. In this episode, what does this mean? And he's like, shut up. You guys know too much about Star Trek. Um, How come in episode 26, it contradicts things that we see in episode 46? Uh, Explain. And he's like, get a life. Get a life. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a a pre-credits sequence, I guess. And it's, we see our main our main characters, um, their names are Ensign and Mariner. So Ensign is their rank. So I think we have Ensign Mariner and then we have Ensign Boimler. Uh, okay. Cause at first I thought his name was Benson. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like talking about, okay. You're like, so what's his name again? <laughs> Boimler. 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 Yeah. It's a weird name. Mariner and Boimler. I guess they have a ring to it. You know, it's not Kirk and Spock. They're the lower decks. So Yeah. Yeah. So we see that Mariner is kind of like on her shore leave, but she's in the ship and she's drinking Romulan whiskey, which I guess is they say is illegal. Correct. And then she's holding one of those blade sword things that come from who Klingons comes from Klingons and then she's messing around with it and then she straight up slices into the leg of her friend yes. and it, they're real graphic with it what was, they show it was graphic it cartoon was, I kind of I kind of screamed I was like ah no yes <laughs> and it was um that's when you knew it wasn't going to be the 60s Star Trek or the 80s Star Trek or even the 90s, but this is very much of the now. It, it earned that language and violence warning right there. Yeah. And then it introduces you to a bunch of characters. So this is the series premiere. Mm. Some might call it a pilot episode. For sure. You've been watching this all along. This show actually debuted like a year ago or more. Um, it debuted before Discovery season three, so that would have been mid to late 2020s, 2020, the year, and then it um, probably finished in the fall, then we got our Discovery, which finished in the winter this year. So, so you've watched all of the episodes of Lower Decks? Oh, yes, I have. Okay. 
And you like watching, I mean, you're every week, you're just waiting for the next one. You're excited about the next one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. been, it's been a good run. I can't wait for them to come out with the new season. What's nice about the animated Star Trek is all these shows were a little bit pushed back because of the pandemic and COVID-19, but at least you can record decent audio from your homes. So a lot of the actors that are portrayed in this um, were able still to complete their recordings because they had microphones and headphones that were delivered to their, their own respective homes. We got the good dialogue, the good voice voiceovers, and then the animators did a great job. Somehow they completed the animation while they were at home too. Did they send them crayons and paper to their home? Yeah, very South Park season one. They had construction paper. They cut it out. They filmed mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The this episode, I am flummoxed by the narrative structure. It just goes in these weird places. There's a plot, B plot, maybe a C plot. Right. And they all kind of combine at the end, but the, I would say there are three plots going on. Does every episode follow this unique storytelling structure then? I believe pretty much yes. There's at least two plots going on in most of the episodes. And like we saw in this one, there was definitely a, a pretty strong C plot. Yeah. So it's pretty much like this because you have the bridge crew, right? They're the guys that are running the ship, but they're not the main characters. So we're just seeing them Mm -hmm. through glimpses of our main crew in this is the the lower decks, the ensigns and and other people that are running around keeping basically keeping the ship, quote unquote, afloat. And uh, as we saw in this episode, not getting the credit they deserve. Mm hmm. Because the the main crew was having such a big issue with this zombie, I want to say, parasite type. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it was really destructive. Like, it was Jerry O'Connell's character, Ransom. He's the first officer. He, I could not recognize it. I was listening for a Jerry O'Connell kind of voice. The only voice I recognize is Tawny Newsom. Yeah, we love Tawny. You've listened to Tawny on podcasts, right? Oh, yes. That's how I know her. Yeah. It's from podcasts. She's super fun. And uh, what a great main character. Like between her and Boimler, I'd say that they're the leads of the show. Yes, that seems true. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Ransom, the first officer, is Jerry O'Connell. He didn't get his... Uh, it's not quarantine. What's it called when they need to sanitize you when you beam back aboard the ship he did not finish liquid shower yeah he did not do that so he picked up a no a virus <laughs> is he a cocky person yes throughout the series because it's really his hubris somebody else says you got a weird bite on you you should have that checked out in the sick bay and he's like no it's fine yeah that's fine we're fine and it turned out not to be fine because when he started yeah. um, doing his antics about going to 10 Forward, which is their on-ship bar, he it started to affect him. Basically, I like I said earlier, it's a zombie disease. It's pretty much like that. They bite each other and they infect each other. And it's, you know, containing, contaminating, that is to say, the whole crew one by one. 
That's the zombie way. That's the zombie way. And that and like you said, so that's one plot. The other plot is Mariner and Boimler are making second contact with this race of beings on the planet. And then the third plot is uh I forget his name right now, but he's the cyborg of the crew. He's on a date in Ten Forward. So mm-hmm. that's how he intersects with the main plot. Yes. I liked the line he recently was turned into a cyborg. I don't know why, but he's on a date with this woman he has a crush on and he is doing some things and he's like, I'm sorry, I just was recently turned into a cyborg. I'm still figuring it out. And she goes, it's okay. My dad was a cyborg. (laughs) (laughs) Such great writing. I love it. And the whole comedic scene of their date is Ten Forward is being destroyed by the zombie first officer, and yet he just kind of puts up a table to kind of block all the fighting that's going on, but they continue to conversate on their date. The date continues while he's, you know, in the background, in the on the back burner, he's maybe trying to get away out of there, be safe, and try to save the ship, but the date continues this whole time. It seems like the perfect first date for two people who want to be on a ship in the middle of outer space. Right. It's just a damn shame that he is more in love with the ship and with the technology behind the ship than he really showed to a female person, like a real person. Oh, is that some theme that gets explored throughout the show is he's more interested in the ship than he is in a human. Yeah. A humanoid. Yeah. (laughs) He, he basically screws up this first date because everything goes swimmingly, but then he's like, you know, I'm really more concerned with why the ship responded the way it did. I want to research that. And then she was like, all right, peace out. See ya, bye. And then in other episodes, uh, he will only bond with people if they're nerdy about the ship too. So that's how you can get in with him if you nerd out about the Cerritos. Some men are interested in cooking some men are interested in sports and some men are interested in the operating system of a ship that's right now how to solve the zombie situation is basically there's this side mission that boimler is on yes are you just going to explain every detail of this episode (laughs) i don't know I, i just get excited about it i don't have to but i just know that the, the the circumstances between Mariner and Boimler are they're friends, but Boimler is to the book and Mariner is definitely not. And the captain kind of knows that. So basically, Boimler has to be a spy. And if if Mariner breaks any of the regulations, then he's got a tattle. So that's the third plot. We don't have to finish the whole thing, but it's just funny, all the different characters. It was a show. So, oh yeah, how did you like the show? I really wanted to watch it. I mean, I really, I really wanted to like it, but just not my thing. Well, did you get any of the Star Trek references? I guess not. Maybe I didn't not. even know. I didn't know things were named after California. I didn't know an ensign is a rank. I recognized Romulan, that it was called Romulan Whiskey. Yeah. See? And I recognized the blade thing. Yeah. 
so you got a couple references. I I did love at the end of the episode, Mariner gets really excited and starts talking about Spock and Kirk and Klingons and this and <laughs> the Genesis planet and Khan and just all the references all in a row. She's a fan. She's a of fan. Of the original. Yeah. I think Tawny Newsom said she was a fan as well of Star Trek. Yes. Not as much as uh, Paul F. Tompkins, probably, but close. I don't know about that. I mean, they, they have good rapport on that Star Trek official podcast that we've talked about on this program before, on this very podcast. Yeah, and they're longtime buds. Yeah, and you can So that tell, always helps. Yes, that chemistry is palpable. Well, it seems like you're not going to download Paramount Plus to watch a Star Trek show that you didn't love. No, I am not a Star Trek person. You're not a Star Trek person. Had to get- it would have been an animated funny show that would have got me. And still they missed me they tried to capture me with their net and i escaped well that's fair i'm glad you gave it the old college try i did try yeah and it's i think it's a good time especially if you do like star trek or if you know about the references i think you were a couple references shy of really getting into it but that's okay no judgment Thank you You're welcome. for not judging me. No problem. I mean, what are podcast host friends for? Yeah, exactly. But um, I think this is Friday today, so we have a couple days off to really delve into the free content that Paramount Plus has dropped onto YouTube. And if we find anything else there or, or elsewhere on other streaming sites, we'll be the first to tell you about it. Nobody else is going to scoop us. I I hope not, right? <laughs> mhm. So, any last words before we close out the week's episodes? I did wonder how they spelled the whiskey and Romulan whiskey if it was the American or the Scottish. Ooh. We should look into that. Um because Technically, it shouldn't be the American way because whiskey is not a purely American thing. I mean, we stole it and we drink it, sure, but we didn't make it here in the United States is what I'm saying. (laughs) There you go. Romulans. Yeah, go figure. All right. Live long and prosper and all that jazz. She's giving me the Vulcan salute, so I think it's time to go. Goodbye for now. I love it. Daily Chit Chat is hosted by Richard Templeman and Gretchen Lilly. Our theme music is by Sinat Sharma. Please follow us on Twitter at Daily Chit Chat underscore and like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.